everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Okay. Excellent. This is like the fourth time we've tried to start the podcast today. Yes. Well, there's been a lot of extraneous noise and dog licking water. If you'd like to hear a lot of dog noise on the podcast, you can go listen to the episode of Runs With Dogs, which is going to also drop at the same time as this podcast. It's like five minutes of just everybody squeaking everything in the house all at once as I try to talk about running and get extremely frustrated. Spoiler. Yes, even Chief Brody gets in on the act. He just sits there and makes really big noises. All by himself, just squeaking away on a snake. Very pleased with himself. Yep. Uh... The cocktail of the week is not what we're drinking tonight. We're drinking shrubs tonight, which we've done before. No. But I made a new cocktail this week called the Shipwreck, which is kind of like a daiquiri, like a proper daiquiri, in that it has mint and lime juice and rum, but then it also has bourbon. So half rum, half bourbon. Yeah. Mint and lime juice. It's real good. I think it also would be good with the addition of club soda like a mojito which oh, is mint and lime work. juice and rum with club soda i think it would be good i yeah. like my drinks fizzy as you know i i always tend to like the ones that have ginger ale or club soda or champagne or whatever yes because uh, they can get a little strong not necessarily just in terms of alcohol but like just the very intense flavors fizz makes things amazingly better yep like our fizzy water we go through a lot of fizzy water in this house. Yeah, we've, I figured out how to use a soda stream maker without exploding anything, so I do. This has been a great addition to our relationship. Like, I had a soda stream before. <laughs> uh, and I think we talked when we got this one. So I got a new one that has glass bottles because the plastic bottles, at least for me, would start to smell weird after a while. The glass ones don't have that problem. But it's always a pain in the butt to, like, carbonate the water. It's not, like, that hard, but we drink a lot of it. And... I'm like, GR Dad likes to do tasks like this. Like, oh, I've, you know, done the dishes. Oh, I've cleaned the kitchen. I'm like, I wonder if he would be like, oh, I have refreshed the seltzer water. And I'm like, GR Dad, come here. Let me show you how to use this machine. <laughs> you know what I really like, GR Dad, is uh, cold you know, having water. cold bottles of seltzer water in the fridge. I'm going to try to keep that happening. And he's like, I... Take this on as my task. <laughs> and now there are always cold bottles of seltzer in the fridge, and it's the best, and I never have to make them. And, and I drink them, too. It's not like they're yeah. just for you. It's a, it's a two-way street. <clears throat> Dear Dad's love language is acts of service, for mm-hmm. sure. Yep. Yeah, w- w- whatever you just said, but I like doing <laughs> stuff that I know how to do. Let, let me quickly <clears throat> introduce the love languages to people who don't know it. So this is, uh, there's a book called the love languages which i think i probably read it's i don't normally actually read that kind of book but i think someone that had a blog that i read a lot and she had pointed people to it and i was like okay i'll read this book because i like her and no. i'll do what it says uh so hang on okay here's the wikipedia article so we don't have to go into the whole about thing. love language the five love languages these are the ways that you express and experience love, five different ways. And you don't have to have like just one, but it's, it's an interesting way to sort of think about, Jared Ed's always very skeptical of stuff like this. Cause he thinks like when I talk to him about like personality tests, which I do a lot of research on, he kind of is, I think explicitly has said like, that's just like astrology. 
even though there's like a lot of research on it. So I resist being known. Yes, he really, he really does. So I resist a, myself knowing myself. Why would anyone else know me? That's true. Uh, <laughs> fortunately, I can run all of these tests just answering for dear dad and <laughs> then understand him a little better. But that means I'm already known. I mean, what's the point then? What's my resistance based on? I, I mean, I am, I am, I am learning over time that other people know me better than I, a think they know me and be better than I know myself, which has been a little unsettling in my old age. There are a few times where I've been like, gee, our dad, don't you know that X is true about you? And you're like, what? And then you would like go to your daughter and be like, Jen said X is true about me. Can you believe that? And she's like, yeah. Duh. It is true about you. And then everybody knows that. Then your dad has like two weeks of being like, what is going on? I'm still, it's a year later and I'm still going, um, what? On some of those, I know. All right, so here we go. The five love languages. So there's like a self-help kind of book. Yeah. Number one, words of affirmation. So that's basically saying like, I love you. You're doing a great job. I use words of affirmation a lot with the dogs. And this is a way you express love or you way you receive love? Both. 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 And so you may receive, you may like Uh. to express your love one way and receive it another way. Fair enough. Um, Okay. Words of affirmation. You like to receive words of affirmation. Yes. Compliments. Give me compliments. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, let's do the side right there. Somebody sent us this video. <laughs> Give me compliments, which I guess is from 2013, but we just discovered it this summer. New for us. Oh my God. So go to YouTube and look up, Give me compliments and watch the video, which is a guy who's not German, but acts German in the video. Doing a good job. Talking about how he needs more compliments. <laughs> uh, so words of affirmation. So, this is what this is for language like you feel loved when you get words of affirmation right yeah doesn't everyone i don't actually care all that much about it that's true because you don't believe anyone else knows better than you do (laughs) one that's not true (laughs) and it's unfair but two like you can say all kinds of nice things to me but i would rather have it shown in other ways so so i don't I mean, like, it's nice to hear nice things. You're not a dick about it. You accept compliments. Yeah. It's just like, if, if, you, if you were to go a month and never say that you loved me, I wouldn't feel like anything was wrong. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's true. Yeah. Uh, but some people really need to hear it, right? So that, that would mean that's your thing. Yeah. Okay. Number two is quality time. So, like, we hang out a lot together. Oh. And uh, that's a way of... Boy, that's increased love. in the last summer for everyone. It's if your love language is quality time, pandemic has been real good for you. Yeah, and if your love language is unquality time, you still have a lot of it. <laughs> you sure do. Uh, this is also not one for me. Quality time. Quality time. Uh, it's important for me to hang out with people. Yeah, and I'm kind of like want everybody to leave me alone. You know, like what's, <laughs> and what's the point of hanging out? What, what did you accomplish? Nothing. Uh, the reason that I knew I could be with GR dad is cause like I was okay with him being around. Usually I just wanted all my boyfriends, girlfriends to leave. Could, could you go now? Which is could weird. And get it the would fuck out of my send house. a weird message to me. <laughs> I like having you around most of the time. Fair enough. Receiving gifts. Receiving gifts. Yeah. And I think it could be giving gifts. Like I show my love by giving you gifts. I definitely do this. I don't. I don't give. I don't receive gifts well. You don't give gifts well either. Here's how Jir. Well. All right, don't. so Jir Dad gives great presents. He's very good 
at picking like thoughtful presents that are I I am always shocked at like wow like you really get it with a lot of the presents you get me you use very very good thoughtful gifts but he's totally insecure about giving gifts so he'll totally. be, he'll hand me the wrapped present and then he'll go this isn't something that you're actually going to like I know I, I always <laughs> before I, I've even opened I it I apologize for giving the gift for like disappointing <laughs> you it's really weird. And they're all, it's not like he has this habit of like, here, I got you. A rock. A rock. I gave you a rock that once. That was a nice rock. And <laughs> it's literally a rock from the yard, you guys. And I like painted it. And it's, it's nice. It's got not, like a little hard on it. That's on my nightstand. I thought he would, because we were like, uh, yeah. Was it Valentine's Day? We're not going to exchange presents for Valentine's Day. That was our rule this year. Oh, yeah. No Valentine's Day presents. And I'm like, okay. Well, we've agreed. No Valentine's Day presents. That's fine. I'm going to paint this little rock for him just so I like have a little thing to give him. What did you get me? Oh, I th- more than one thing. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I had Dad inspiration. bought me a lot of I fancy had, presents for Valentine's Day I and had, I got him a rock from the backyard. <laughs> I had inspiration. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> that was a little unfair though for me to not announce the rule change. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you always give great presents and... And then, badly. Badly. <laughs> I mean, it's like a joke now where it's like, you know, we get when we do presents, we tend to get each other a bunch. Is that Vink who needs to do something? Probably. Vink! You need to go out? Let's go. I guess Vink needs to go out. Oh, no. Is she diverting? While Dear Dad is taking Vink out, I will note that Dear Dad takes all the dogs out all the time, except Vink won't go with him. She only will go outside to pee if I announce that it's time. And then, so, like, he can cajole her, and she'll, like, sit on the couch and won't move, and then I'll be like, Vink, let's go. And she'll get up and go right outside. So that's what they're doing right now. Our dear dad and Vink are back. Okay. Yes. So uh, the five love languages from Wikipedia. Uh, words of affirmation, saying nice things, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service. That's me. 100% you. And actually, me too. Like I make you pies, because yeah. pies are love. That's like gifts, Drive really. Drive to the airport. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, fair. You, you think I don't do enough acts of service? Is that what you're saying? No, you do, but you also give gifts, and you also say nice things. And I mean, it's not like... I try to do all the things. You're not like a one-trick pony like me. I'm no. like, here, let me do things. Do laundry. <laughs> it, let me do laundry. Acts of service is definitely your preferred. So the theory, which I don't know if I buy, but the theory behind this is that people tend to show their love in the way that they like to receive it. Mm. So like if you mostly do acts of service, that could be that like you want to receive acts of service. I don't know if I buy that or not. I don't think it's exactly parallel. And then number five is physical touch. Wait, there's another one? There's five. Words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. Mm. Yeah, lots of hugs. That's pretty good. Yep. I'm I'm not against that. Nope. No, none of them are bad, right? <laughs> or weird, <laughs> actually. Or weird. It's just like, are there some that you prefer more than others? You definitely are a acts of service. Focused. Yes. Primary. Yeah, I mean, primary. Yeah. Anyway, that's what that is, which is, I don't even know how we got on that. Because I fill the soda stream. <clears throat> yes, and it shows me that you love me. But that also is dovetails with my desire to have, be prepared and have things in, in order in case mm-hmm. we ever need it. That's true. 
Who Running knows? out of stuff stresses me out. Who knows when you need three bot- bottles of seltzer water? When are you going to be thirsty and you need... <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's the cocktail of the week. Yep. Moving on to dog news, which I think is what we're here for. <laughs> <clears throat> My goodness. Uh, okay, so St. Patrick still with us. Yeah, and has pretty good days. Wanders around, runs around outside. Yep. Sometimes lopes. I, I think the medicine is making him feel better, though we continued to have a, quite a bit of vomiting after the last podcast, um, but that seems better now. Mm-hmm. Someone messaged us after the last podcast and said that they, too, had put their dog on gabapentin and tramadol at the same time, and there's not supposed to be any interactions between them, which all the vets say, and their vet said that, but their dog also started vomiting, and then they stopped the tramadol, and they stopped vomiting and so i was like okay well let's stop the tramadol which we did and he doesn't seem to feel worse yep i don't know if it's directly correlated with the vomiting because i feel like we maybe had some after that but anyway he's he hasn't vomited the last two days two maybe two days yeah we've had a lot of puke in the house yeah the rugs are they're still doing good actually getting introduced they were introduced to a rough place yeah but they they were looking at no stains. They're looking a lot the newer than the other ones. Oh, yeah. yeah. Still feel like they're new rugs. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. He's doing well. He wags when I pet him. He comes up to get love. He sleeps in the middle of the room instead of squeezed against the wall now. These are good things. Yep. He's a happy boy. I think the medicine has made him feel better. His legs still are working like crap. They're, I mean, they're, they're getting progressively worse still. Yeah. So I still don't think he has a ton of time left, but... Uh, He's, he's doing better. He seems yeah. to be feeling good. And so, you know, I think we just sort of weighed out the legs and it, it could be longer than I originally thought. Uh, I, think, but who I knows? think that's how Secretariat, the horse racehorse ran. All the back legs all jangly and sticking all out all the place and stuff. They described that as pretty bad too in the, in the book. I, I'm not sure that <laughs> St. Patrick is... It's like a racehorse. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, Never but, mind. Whatever. He's he's happy and seems relatively pain-free, and that's what matters. Yeah. Even though his legs don't work great. Um, Chief Brody went to the vet a couple times this week, so his allergies have been... Not because he likes it. He does not, <laughs> no. So his allergies have been kind of worse. Like, he's getting these little spots like that are scabbing over. Um, they're basically little skin infections, kind of like a hot spot, but they don't get big like hot spots do. They're, you know, like the size of a nickel, maybe. Uh, and then they'll scab over. And he hadn't been having any of that. And then all of a sudden started getting a bunch of them. And interestingly, not in spots where he seems itchy. Like he scratches his elbows a lot. So, you know, he has some in his armpits, which makes sense because he catches the armpits when he scratches. But he'd get them on his chest and the back of his legs. So I figured it was time to go back to the vet and see, you know, what was up. What's going on? Maybe he needed to be tested for stuff that he'd be allergic to here that they wouldn't have tested him for in dc because lizards not there <laughs> maybe lizards uh who knows um salt water perhaps something like that i don't think you can be allergic to salt water really i don't think so because of tears <laughs> all right carry on this is not my science area no i mean clearly <laughs> it is not <clears throat> uh but so you know i was talking to the vet and she asked what he was on and i was like you know basically nothing other than his allergy shots but uh you know we give him apoquil 
which is an anti-itch thing, you know, if he's having an especially itchy day. And she's like, well, that's really a medicine that you'd give every day. That, that it's just sort of like a constant thing. Like it's, it sort of is an immunosuppressant and like it just tamps that down. So like while we've been using it on and off, which is what we were told to do and, and we've done with other dogs, um, with dogs with really bad allergies, you can use it as like a maintenance thing every yeah. day. And then that, uh, that kind of helps control keeps, them. Keeps him not itchy all the time, which is, seems okay. And, and like brings down the inflammation that's causing the problems. Mm. Cause he's, he's not getting those skin lesions cause he's scratching. Right. That's right. Right. And mm-hmm. so, and I was like, well, is the Apoquil going to help with these things when it's areas that he can't even reach to scratch? And she's like, yeah, you know, it, it brings down that problem altogether. So, okay. uh, we've started him on that every day. And then also some antibiotics to deal with the little skin issues Infections. he has now. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then I, I'm like, he's also been really lethargic lately. Like when I come home and all the dogs come to the door, he used to come to the door and now he's not coming to the door. He just kind of lays there. He gets up and looks at me and he's happy for me to come over, but he's been sleepier, yeah. lazier basically, uh, but notably so. And she's like, well, you know, he's 10, let's run some blood work just to see. And so pretty much everything looked normal. One value that is sort of reflective of inflammation was a tiny bit high, which makes sense because of his allergies. His thyroid was a little bit low. So there's like a, you know, a normal range, like one to five. And he was a 0.9. So he's below the lowest number. Um, And that doesn't mean like, oh, he's just a tiny bit low because like one to three, say, is considered low normal. So, you know, it's not like scary, super dangerous, but it means like there may be something going on with his thyroid. Um, And so we decided to do another test. But for both of these, you have to do a blood draw. So Rhodey turns out does not like getting his blood drawn. Uh, So the vet who is in tried in his arm he's super fluffy right and i guess his veins aren't great so she tried in his arm nothing came out and he was and he started crying he's like wah, 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 wah. It was the saddest thing ever it was so sad and then she tried in the back leg and that didn't work and then she tried in his neck which has a big old jugular vein and she couldn't get anything he has a he has a like his head goes kind of into his body. It's not like a this defined neck. So she she left. She's like, look, I try three times, and then I'm I'm sending in somebody else. So she sent in a different person, and uh, you know we know everybody there. So she comes in, and you know comes down and says hi. And he started shaking. He was so scared. He's like he's so big and he's so so sensitive. Oh, he's such a so tender sad. soul. Yeah. Uh, so she got him on the first stick. It was fine. Uh, <laughs> Fine for everyone except him. <laughs> yeah. And so then we got the results that I just talked about. So to do the the bigger thyroid test, like we just got the one result back. And so to see if there's a problem, they have to take more blood. Take more blood. So we had to bring him in this morning for more. Fortunately, uh, they got him on the first stick and he did not cry at all. And Ooh, he got a so, treat at the end. So brave. You're yeah. such a brave he man. Was. He did a good job. So, uh, so yeah. So we're going to find out about that. Hopefully, it is his thyroid. Not that I want him to have thyroid problems, but low hypothyroidism can cause lethargy and weight gain and skin issues. 
So and wouldn't can it be treated? And it's one like cheap and easy pill a day. So wouldn't it be great if that's actually, you know, part of his issues? I mean, he still definitely has allergies, but if part of it were something that we could treat really easily with a pill. Yeah, anything where that any diagnosis that's easily treatable is the good news these days. Yeah, no kidding. And not like head scratching. We've never seen anything like this before. <laughs> uh, <sighs> everybody else is fine. I got no updates. Uh, good job, young dogs. Guac is jamming the ball into my hip as we speak because well, he's a big ball nut. That is true. Um, okay, we have a key story a la Germam and a German word of the week. Which would you like to do first? Jerdad. We could do German word. Do you want the Go for happy it. word or the, the, the only word can that do is one. connected to a rant about Germany? <laughs> <laughs> well, are you feeling happy or ranty? I think ranty. Go this for is it. A rant, this is a rambly podcast already. You're not kidding. Yeah, somebody talked about Mittagsruhe. Yeah. In Germany, well, I don't think they call it Mittagsruhe, but it's the the time of rest. Mid Mittag is midday. Midday, but you can also have Sonntagsruhe. You can have Ruhetag, but it all stems from this idea that Germans want you to be quiet, and yeah. they want it to be quiet at a certain time. And since German society, for many many decades, was modeled, or maybe hundreds of years, modeled around the idea that you know, families, the wife is always home. Yeah. Okay. Uh, rec- insert record scratch sound right here. Yeah. St. Patrick just threw up. Zero days <laughs> since last three. <laughs> <laughs> and like slightly on the edge of the new rug, but also in the track of the sliding door and on the floor. Like By level cleanup. Not the worst spot, but certainly not the best. We keep telling him, outside. Tub, tile. Yeah, but he doesn't listen. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Mittagsruhe is on Tagsruhe. Yeah, so the Germans just want you to shut the fuck up. Yeah, they just want you to be quiet. And the, the Mittagsruhe is from, I, I learned it as 12 to 2. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is actually a law, but one is not allowed to make noise from 12 oh. to 2 on weekdays hmm. anytime and not on sunday at all pretty much sunday <laughs> school which means like you're not mowing your lawn during noon to two or sunday or sunday yeah yeah and the thing is when ingo's parents come here they get mad at him if like he mows the lawn on sunday yeah yeah they're like that's going to disturb the neighbors and i'm like it's not like that here this but i but i was do. also in germany you know when i was probably in college or something and i was like doing something at one o'clock on a thursday and my mom came out and she's like i think i was like splitting wood or something and she's like you can't do that it's mitaxua like kids aren't allowed to go to playgrounds i mean everything's supposed to just kind of shut down from 12 to 2 because it's you're taking your nap and you're having your lunch with your family and it's it's rest time and it's quiet time i mean it's so archaic also very dictatorial all very dictatorial and it's enforced i don't think by the law it's enforced by the neighbors and people will like probably make comments passive aggressively germans are very good at passive aggressiveness yeah someone uh, uh, so this came up because somebody sent us a thing about 
I guess Albans right after mm-hmm. is that right after ten o'clock? Yeah. And then on Sundays and how like the young people aren't really having it and and yeah. like what are places gonna do about it? And it what was are like the old people gonna do about noise it? Noise pollution. Is it the, it's noise pollution to like mow your lawn. I mean yeah. it's a very it's a very I think actually after that wood splitting thing, I realized I don't think I could live back in Germany. Mm. It would drive me insane. But this is like the, it's the German variant or maybe the ancestors of those people like in Arlington, Virginia, who had them remove all the church bells. Yes. Right? Yes. Because it was a loud and annoying sound on a Sunday morning. It bothered them in their neighborhood. They're the ones who moved there. And then they said, no, now everything has to be quiet. I when we them. want them. I, I don't like them either. And that is one thing that I did like about Germany and Europe is that the church bells go a lot on Sundays. Yeah. It's really nice to have church bells, I think. I think but so that's, too. That's something I culturally am okay with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Mittagsruhe, the noon rest time yeah. uh, and quiet time. Shut those kids up. They can't be <laughs> screaming on the playground. It's Mittagsruhe. <laughs> Some old lady's going to come out and, like, shame them. Oh, my God. And then Sonntagsruhe is you're supposed to be kind of quiet all day. That's terrible. It's so limiting. Yeah. It's like, it's your own yard, right? I mean, it's right. just weird. Yeah. Yeah. You're not, you're not in someone else's house. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, here's the Keys story of the week. Gua- Guac's getting all tangled up in my <laughs> mic cord here. But he just he loves, loves you so much. much. <laughs> he loves me so much. Uh... So this happened to me a few days ago and I came home. I'm like, dear dad, I had this thing happen, but I'm not going to tell you until the podcast because I want your reaction to be fresh. I haven't slept in three days trying to figure out what this could have been. That's not true. And it's uh, not that dramatic. So, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, nobody knows. I'm, uh, I'm running a hundred mile race this weekend. And so I have been tapering, kind of cutting back on my running. So my legs are fresh and any weird spots that were sore have time to heal up. So I'm not running nearly as much as I was. Mm -hmm. Um, And I am now incredibly antsy to be doing more physical activity because I'm not running all the time. And so my body is like, what the heck are we going to do? So I've been like (laughs) kayaking every day and then also uh, biking, you know, just not fast biking like take out i've got a little beach cruiser bike and just take it out for you know an hour 45 minutes uh at night or you know sunset time so i took took it out a couple days ago and i basically ride like from our house down to this kind of spot by the ocean look at the ocean for a minute turn around and come home and so i had gone down looked at the ocean turned around and came home and so this ride is basically a mile and a half on our street mm-hmm. and then uh, the rest of the way on on kind of a old abandoned road. Like it's still, there's still a few houses on it and it's paved, but there's kind of nothing it's down there. dead end, yeah. So where the, the main road that has like the neighborhoods is, when that meets the old abandoned road, it's just a corner or <laughs> it just turns 90 degrees. Uh, if you were to try to turn, so it turns right, if you were to try to turn left, there's just a gate there. You can't go. And that road is fully abandoned, and you can walk in there. And that's where the jumping bridge is that mm-hmm. we've talked about before. So there's a lot of people that go down there, and they hang out at the bridge and kind of on the sides of the canal. And uh, and so I was taking this bike ride, and most of the people were gone because the sun had set. So it wasn't dark, but it was, Great. you know, yeah, getting there. 
And so there was one truck left parked on the side of the road for some people who had driven down to go to the jumping bridge, like a pickup truck. Um, and I hear this guy talking, mm-hmm. yelling. Mm-hmm. The guy's in the bed of the pickup truck, but there's a lid on the bed of the pickup truck. So I can't see him. He's laying in the bed. Yeah. And there's a lid closed. Coffin-like. Quite coffin-like. Mm. And he's he's yelling, like, I'm fixing to call somebody about this. Bu- and then, like, a bunch of other nonsense. He sounds like he's on a lot of drugs. <laughs> Maybe just very drunk, but probably on a lot of drugs. So you just hear a voice from this closed back end of a pickup truck. Yep. Weird. Yep. And that's it. There's nobody else yeah. there. There's just this guy <sighs> in the closed bed of a pickup truck. In the twilight. At night. Uh, yelling. Not good. <laughs> and I'm like, huh, okay. I'm definitely not going over there. And so, you know, I bike past the truck and then I make the left turn onto the road that, or, you know, getting ready to turn onto that road to, to go back to our house. Yep. And coming out of the gated area are these two other dudes. Um, yeah, probably 20s, hmm. uh, shirtless. You know, they've been fishing, clearly hanging out at the beach. And, you know, I'm not going fast on my bike. And I was like, hey, is that, a, is that y'all's truck down there? And the guy's like, yes, ma'am, it is. Very, very polite to me. Like, yeah, seems yeah. like a guy who maybe had been in the military, like, didn't hold himself like that, but responded like that. It could that. be Coast Guard or, or Navy. <laughs> yeah. Yes, ma'am, it is. He's definitely not now. He was, uh, he has that look that, like, we've talked about this with <laughs> Oh, crap, he might listen. Okay. No, all right, now you got it. Yeah. Okay, sorry, I just said a person that we talked about this with, and then we realized he might hear the podcast, and then we'd feel bad. So that silence was me cutting him We out. wanted to do a beep, but there's no beep function in this I'll, I'll see if in post I can edit in a beep. Beep. Uh, So anyway, we have discussed this with another person that we know, that there are these guys who will, like, go into the military when they're young, and they'll have, like, that real, like, military bearing and body, right? They're, like, really kind of svelte, good posture, muscular, muscular, like, uh, you know, really committed to, like, the look. And then they get out of the military... And they're just not paying the same attention that they were when they were in the military. So it's not like they totally let themselves go and are slobs or whatever, or even gain a lot of weight, but they gain some, which is understandable because they're like super svelte and paying a ton of attention to it. And now you don't have to do that, which is pretty nice. And they get this kind of soft look, like you just poke them. A little squishy. I don't have that desire, but I could see it, yes. I, I have no desire to poke them. I just know what it would feel like if I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, These guys had that kind of so look. So not active military. Definitely not active. Could have been, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. Yes, ma'am. So I'm like, is that, that y'all's truck down there? Yes, ma'am, it is. And I said, there's a dude in there. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yes, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> and I'm like... The fact that you're being so respectful is now I have more concern. <laughs> now you feel guilty about something, don't you? I'm dude? like, I'm like, cool. Uh, just glad that that's yours. And he's like, yes, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> oh, God. And I'm like, I'm out of here. Like the next story is like two guys kidnap old man. <laughs> I mean, it sounded like a young, drunk or very high dude. 
in the back. Just muttering I'm to himself. thinking meth. Not not like he smoked a joint. Like he wow. sounded like he was on something. That would explain why they're a bit sheepish, too. The other dudes are like, Lock don't 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 look too carefully, ma'am. He's <laughs> he's got several substances in him. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. That's funny. No, it's yeah, but Oof. he was locked in the bed of the truck. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> and the guy I, was like so respectful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's a dude in there. I He's said, like thinking, just like that. He's don't like, call the cops. Don't call the cops. Don't call the cops. Don't call the cops. So who knows? I wish I could have figured out what was going well, on. Yeah, but the next story is you know kidnap, <laughs> kidnapping. We them. didn't see anything else. In Kicks his way out of back of truck in Marathon. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah. Who knows? So is, he's probably like done a bunch of drugs. Ugh out of his head and they're like we're gonna lock you in there man and you, then gotta, they you better did. cool out a little bit man you better chill out a little bit they tossed him in nah, there i'm gonna fight you guys i'm gonna fight it. you yeah and then they go back to get their stuff and, oh, they, okay, and yeah. here i come and i'm like there's a dude <laughs> he's kind of yes, loud yes ma'am <laughs> okay well as long as he's yours <laughs> ah such a keezy keys experience humans are weird yeah especially here yeah, well, we weird, collect weird, weird ones. Stuff can happen here, yeah. All right, well, that's it. This podcast is not one of our longest recordings, but it may be the longest time it has taken us to record with all of the stopping and starting we've if had. If you to were do. diagramming this podcast, it would look like a map of the keys. Lots of side roads with dead ends. <laughs> that's true. There's not a through way. No. <laughs> uh, thank you all for being patient with us. Yes, ma'am. And until next week, don't lock dudes in the bed of your truck. That's right, ma'am. And then don't bite them. Unless they ask you to. And even then, if the dude in the back of your truck asks you to bite him, that's got to be a bad thing. Don't do that. A lot of movies probably have that going bad. Mm. Don't do it. Bye. Bye.